Hey everyone and welcome to The Deep Talk. I am so happy to be back here with you guys. So I really hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. I had such a good time making it with my friend and I like to do a lot of self-interviews because, you know, I think that there's a lot of things that I want to talk about, but it's really nice having other people on to hear other stories and know that there's other people to relate to out there. And especially, you know, my roommate who's very similar to me in a lot of ways, but also very different, has different stories, and, you know, we have such a good connection. I thought it would be such a fun episode, so I hope you enjoyed it. But enough about last episode. It's today's episode. So um, today's kind of a different episode. I feel like I say that every time, but maybe because I'm always doing different episodes. But yeah, today I want to talk about where I'm at, and I haven't talked in a long time about you know, my updates, my mental health, what I'm up to in my life, where I'm at. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about those things and I think that they'll be kind of relatable and maybe help some of you too who also feel this way. So yeah, enjoy. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing, college student, Madison Brand. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. All right, so I promised you an update, so you're going to get an update. I'll try not to go too in-depth so you're not bored to death, but I do think I have some interesting things going on that I want to tell everyone. So I am a junior in college this year, which is pretty crazy because I feel like, I don't even know, it's been going by so fast, and I feel like high school went on forever, and I think what they say is really true, like college goes by fast. And yeah, I'm already a junior, so I'm seriously like sitting here wowed and I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, it's crazy. It's scary. But I'm also really excited because I feel like my future is coming and I'm looking so much forward to that. So yeah, that's a little, that's a little quick update for you. (laughs) It's crazy. But yeah, this year has been a different year for me. So right now I'm like working and I have an internship and I'm doing my classes, so I'm already like very busy, but I feel like this year I feel old. Like back in the past, I remember like being like, I want to feel old and I want to feel mature and I wanted to feel that feeling of, you know, being a junior. I wanted to actually feel like one when I was one. Because I feel like as a sophomore, I definitely felt like that. I felt younger. I wanted to go out all the time. I was excited about boys. And just now I'm like, okay, I'm like, I feel like a grandma. I feel like I am not excited about going out. Like I have an awesome boyfriend. And like, that's like what I want. Like, (laughs) I just feel like a lot of things are starting to settle down for me. And in the sense of who I am, I kind of have a calmer presence in myself and who I am is really like shining through this year, I feel like. And that's been really exciting to see. I think we change every year and I think that I've changed so much. Like in high school, I was wild and out there and, you know, obnoxious. Um, Not wild in the sense of ever doing anything actually wild. But yeah, I was definitely like, I don't know. I like had a lot of energy and like it was spunky and I still have that part of myself, but I definitely am, like, less inappropriate and more settled into who I am and, like, 
really enjoying that stage. And then, yeah, like I went through college. I didn't know really who I was or what I wanted. And obviously that changes every day. I mean, my freshman year, as you all know, like I went to a school for makeup and I found health and wellness and then I transferred schools. And my freshman year, I think I was really going through a lot. And that was the transformation to getting to who I was sophomore year. I had an amazing sophomore year. I felt very good about where I was, but you know me. When I'm stuck somewhere, I'm like, okay, more growth, it's time. I felt myself being more stagnant, but I think that was because I went through so much growth freshman year. That was the time of space where I was like, I'm enjoying this person that I've been crafted into. And I'm enjoying the space that I'm in of being good. And I felt so good, but I kind of knew another change would come on. And so, yeah, like, honestly, this year so far has been really, really hard. And hard in a different way than I've ever really experienced. But I also know it's growth that's fueling me for change. And I'm so excited for who I'm going to become. So, yeah, I I kind of feel like last year was, I was just good. And I, I was happy about all the growth that I had done. But this year, I'm feeling a lot of different emotions of being very confused about my future. And I definitely calmed down. And I, I don't want to be around people as much. And I really enjoy my self-time. And I also feel like my mental health, I thought it was always gone. But that's something we'll get into. It's still prevalent. And I think that it always will be. I've just learned how to cope with it. And I have times that are more difficult than others. But... Yeah, this year I've had a lot of hard mental health days and a hard days thinking about what am I doing with my future and all of those things. And so I'm just going to kind of go into that and those emotions because I think so many people feel them. So yeah, like the whole future thing is funny because I am doing my internship right now and I talked to my boss who's like so cool and so like hippie and has been like all over the world and she called me and she was like, I want to talk to you about like your future and stuff, because I know that's probably something you're thinking about a lot and I want to be a mentor for you. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I want to talk about this. This is amazing. And she told me like not what I was expecting to hear. She was like, you don't need to worry about it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like I know, like people say that all the time, but I am worrying. I'm always worrying. So she was like, no, but really like Madison, like I spent a lot of time in my life like bopping around. I was farming. I never had enough money. I never knew when the next paycheck was coming. I didn't know about my future. And I spent a lot of time living a life that not a lot of people lived. And every single time I made ends meet, I figured it out. And I ended up meeting someone who led me to my job now. But I never applied for it. I wasn't searching for it. It came to me. But just by following her passions of farming and being outdoors and traveling and learning, like, everything comes. And that was just a beautiful story to me. And so I encourage all of you with me right now to just take a moment and go, you know, while I'm connecting my dots forward, let me connect them backwards. Because if I can look at it backwards and I can see that it all came together, then I know it's going to happen again and again. And I'm going to keep looking backwards and connecting the dots and understanding. So for me, like, I went to school to do makeup and I found health and wellness because I became sad and I wanted to learn about wellness and what would make me feel good. And then I transferred and then I met my best friends and my roommate couldn't live with me. So then I found a new roommate um, and she became my best friend. 
And I just noticed that dots get connected and connected. And I messaged a lady on LinkedIn who ended up leading me to my internship now, which I love. Like, I just noticed that things speak to me and they lead me and they keep leading me. And while I'm over here freaking out about my future, I also know that there has never been a time where things haven't led me to the place they were supposed to be. Sometimes I was lost, sometimes I was confused, and sometimes I was in a space where I never thought I'd find the thing. But all I know is that if I and you keep continuing following over what you're passionate about and what you're interested in and just keep going, making small goals, following them, daily planning, and going towards those little goals, you're going to get to the big goal, which you don't know yet and you can't prepare for. I think there are those people who are like, I'm going to school and I'm going to medical school and I'm going to be a surgeon or I'm going to be a lawyer. And those people have that in them. If you know what you're supposed to do, it's because it's speaking to you and because you're that kind of person. But if you don't know for sure or you feel inside of you that there's feelings that are like, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. I'm not sure. Where am I going? I don't have a set path. And that's because you're being used for something else. If you don't have that in you, it's because there's something coming. And I promise you, if you try to search and you try to plan and you try to prepare, you're going to get lost because you can't decide now what is going to be right for you in the future. My mom actually spent so many years in corporate. I want to say 20 years. Um, Sorry, mom, if you get mad at me, I don't know for sure. But she spent a lot of time, you know, she had a writing job at an agency and then she became like she was a full-time mom and didn't work for a while. And then she started writing again. She worked at a couple different corporate jobs. And now she has her own writing business. And I promise, like 20 years ago, she would not have been able to predict that. But from her experiences, she learned, hey, I'm good at this. I've learned this. I want to do this. I'm best at this. And she was able to create her own company. And since she was a person that was like, I'm going to write and I will write for a magazine and I will be the editor and I will be the director, you know, like she didn't have that set path of being like this, this, this. It's because she was being used for something way greater and something different. So if you're not the person instilled in you that has that path and has known and will know and always knows, it's because you're going to find out soon or your path is supposed to teach you so you can get there and do something different and shake up this world. And I know that for myself. And so all I'm doing right now is taking it day by day because that's all I can do. And I'm following what I'm passionate about and I'm letting it take me because I don't have another option. And if I try to plan, I might screw myself over because I don't know what I want to do yet for sure. I know what I'm passionate about. But if I try to choose now, I'm going to screw myself over because my future self is going to want something different. And I have to trust that my continual future self is going to get me to the best future possible. And that all I have to do right now is step and keep stepping and keep going forward. And so, yeah, let me tell you guys something. Like, I think this year has been so hard is because I've been searching and planning and trying to prepare for my future in like a crazy way. Like, all I've been doing is preparing and it's been making me so anxious. And so when I start questioning my purpose, I start to get actually very depressed because depression and purpose are so linked. And so when I start questioning the world and questioning like the way that things are supposed to be planned out for me, like the future, like what the future knows, I start getting like 
kind of depressed and I get so anxious and so nervous about it and so not trusting, then I stop trusting myself and then I lose purpose and then I get depressed. Not like a crazy depression, I just get unmotivated and like less hopeful and kind of sad and it's hard. But I've noticed that the times when I feel my best is when I stay in the moment and I take it day by day and I trust and I just keep trusting. And that's when I felt like my best stable self. You wanna know why? Because depression and anxiety and all those symptoms are shrieking at me. They're saying stop thinking and preparing and all that stuff. And I keep doing it and kept planning because I thought that, you know, it'd make my anxiety go away to keep planning, but it would make it worse and worse. And then I'd feel terrible. So what if it's not going into it more, but what if it's stepping back? What if you can surrender and just trust? My exercise for you is to take like the next month and prepare and practice that. Like literally every day, get up and go, I trust, I trust. And every moment you try to plan, say no. Back up, step back and trust. Let yourself have that time to really like get in touch with yourself and be in the moment. Because, like, I don't know about you, but I sure as hell don't want to be, like, 80 and look back and be like, okay, well, it all worked out and here I am, like, looking back at my life and I was anxious and depressed for half of it because I would not let myself live. If all you have is the now, you just can't live in the future. And you got to focus on, you know, even if it's scary, the future, you'll have a little bit of control. But at the end of the day, we none of us have control. And the happenstance of life just happens and we kind of have to roll with it. And even if it's scary, we have to trust that it's going to work out or else our mental health is going to go to shit. Something that I heard the other day was the mind is a machine. And so you might be like, okay, Madison, like, how did you transfer topics? But I promise you it's still in this realm. But your mind is a machine. It thinks and it thinks and it thinks and it does not stop thinking if you're like me. And so remember that. Remember that as you go along, if you're thinking and thinking, go, okay, my mind is a machine. It's not telling the truth. It's not really saying anything. It's just thinking. It's just doing what it does. It's a machine. It thinks and it thinks and it tries to come up with solutions. But I want to tell you to get back in your body and trust the now and trust yourself because that machine brain isn't telling you the truth. It's doing its job of thinking and doing, yeah, it's doing its job, but you don't have to listen to it. And so I advise like meditating and getting into your body and looking and trusting because that's what's going to save you. And so, yeah, that's all my changing and my mental health and all that information. And I really hope that you guys can like step back and take it a day at a time and just like know that there's purpose in that. There's purpose in following your passions every day and not preparing for a future way down the line. Like I literally promise you. So please stay in the moment, protect your mental health. And honestly, like do something you love every day that makes you happy because society has given us the structure that is work, work, work. And I noticed that like that's what makes me sad. And I take every day now to do something I love. So if that's reading a little bit, if that's doing something big, like I went today and I just went like to walk by the water, which is a pretty good walk from where my apartment is. The other day I went downtown and I just spent some time like walking around, going to a coffee shop I loved and like giving myself space to do what I love. So even if it's like me going downtown to a coffee shop and studying, I'm going downtown. I'm changing my environment. You got to change the environment around you 
to support you. So having good friendships and having doing good things you love and being passionate in order to kind of change the environment within you too. So if you're in an environment where all you do is work, how are you supposed to feel good inside, you know? And I also encourage you to do self-care things like do yoga, get in your body, meditate, learn, you know, enjoy yourself and like let your environment outside you change and inside you change. So that's kind of all my thoughts on mental health right now and I really encourage you guys to take up some of those things because honestly like I've learned that like I feel like I've let depression kind of sit within me for too long because I almost let it be like a little bit of my personality and to give me an excuse to not fully like try. I was like, okay, well, if I'm sad, then, you know, if this doesn't work out my future, then that's the excuse. I've noticed that it was an excuse and I was like, okay, I'm so unsure of my future that at least my depression is going to stay the same. Like, at least I can count on that. And that is when I noticed, like, I was noticing the other day, like, thinking about why it was still around and I was like, it's all those things of being in the future but I'm also using it as a form of constants. Like if I'm always a little like sad and not motivated and a little nervous about the future, like it protecting me from really living. It protects me from living in a place where I'm not controlling the future. It lets something stay the same. But I realized that I could make different practices stay the same instead of depression. So I'm really trying to train my mind and going, I'm a joyful person. Like there is such a happy person inside of me. And this cloud over my personality has been formed to give me comfort. And it's come back and forth when my joyful self shines through, which it does a lot. But I still experience that depression because of what I just said. And I've been focusing on trying to make other things constant so that that doesn't need to be. So like knowing like I have my family, I have my friends, I have yoga practice every day, I have meditation every day, I have myself every day. I've been doing some journaling and like making a routine for myself and trusting myself so that depression doesn't need to stick around so much and just really like believing in myself. You know, I think that believing in myself, I don't need the crutch of all this stuff anymore. My mind thinks less when I think of it as a machine. My depression goes away when I know I have purpose and I can take it one day at a time. And so I encourage you to like not let depression feed off of you and to like get out there, find your damn purpose, be around people and don't sit. Because if you're depressed, I'm pretty sure you think a lot about the world and its meaning. And that's because life is a lot of suffering. And you know that and you've suffered. But that also means that you have a deep mind. The people who are depressed, I honestly think have the most fuel for the future. And I don't want to like diagnosing or saying the stuff as if it's true because, you know, I can't tell you for sure. But I know all the people that I know are depressed are the ones that are the deepest loving, caring hearts and are afraid of the world because there's so much suffering and get sad because they can't save it. And they don't feel purposeful. And they, you know, I feel like these people are the ones that need the most purpose. So I'm reading this really cool book right now. It's for my yoga training. And this quote that I wanted to read to you guys from the book, um, I'll just kind of summarize it. But it's about Buddhism and it's about, you know, the idea of suffering. And so I'm not Buddhist at all, (laughs) um, but I definitely believe a lot of the teachings. I think it's a philosophy to me. Like I think a lot of it's super interesting and good things to follow by to help with the mind. So maybe it's like a practice you guys can look into and just like learn about it. It's not like a religion. Um, People, I feel like practice it as it is. I 
know it's a philosophy and that's what I've learned it as, but it has this really cool philosophy about ignorance. So when craving sees, so does suffering. So pretty much Buddha says that cravings are the cause of pain. And honestly, I just think Buddha's like this teacher. He's teaching this information because I feel like he is so wise and knows so much stuff about meditation and the mind. And I think that's so interesting. And I think he's a really important teacher. So he says that cravings are the cause of pain and ignorance is the cause of suffering. Cravings, right? And ignorance. Ignorance is the mistaking of the body-mind for the self, which leads to cravings. So let me say, say that, like, for example, like, my mind is thinking and thinking and thinking. I am ignorant in that situation to think that my thoughts are true. So let's say my, my thoughts say I'm not good enough. It is my ignorance to believe the mind because the mind is a machine and it is not me. And when I believe it, that's ignorance. And then that ignorance that believes my mind and what it's telling me that I'm not good enough that's ignorance and that leads to cravings. And those cravings are telling me that I need to do stuff to fix myself, that I need to fix this suffering, that I need to go do a million things to fill that space so that I'm not good enough, to go find love, to X, Y, and Z. So then from that ignorance of mistaking my mind for myself, my inner self, that leads to me trying to fix myself. When in reality, we need a non-attached mind free from cravings in order to attain objectivity. So that means when I think I'm not good enough, my mind and myself, my inner self is not attached to that thought. It says that thought is not me. My mind is a machine and I don't have to listen to that. You have a very inner self that's not the heart, that's not the mind, that sees that thought and just looks at it and doesn't act on it by trying to fill it with that thought, but just looks at it. It doesn't think that it's true or not true. It just is. And that's when you are able to avoid pain, when you don't believe all the things in your mind and believe that your emotions are you, but you are you when you are happy, you are you when you're sad, you are you when you think you're good enough, and you are you when you're not thinking you're good enough. So if you are you inside, no matter what happens, that's the self. That's the self that sees. That's the self that is, that continues. The I is the inner self that sees. It's not the things in your mind and it's not the things in your heart. And I think that's the most important thing that I've literally ever learned. And so by being able to do meditation, you're able to focus on that inner self and just watch everything go by. And doing yoga, you're able to get into your body and gain that space and really see. And so this is a topic I really want you guys to think about and to just really dive into because it's amazing and it's important and I think it's something that everyone should know about. I know I just hit you guys with so much information and I just wanted to share that like you need to go find your purpose and that if you have a heart that feels, I need you to use it. And if you're feeling depressed, it's because you're numbing a part of yourself that needs to be out there. Don't let yourself get hopeless even though this world can be scary turn that hopelessness into hope that you can change things because you're deep enough to be scared about things. I think that people who feel hopeless and unmotivated are really the people that can be motivated. Feel lost or lonely or not good for some reason. It means they have the capacity to feel good and to change the world. So I believe in you all. I love you all. I also wanted to say quick that I have a poetry book coming out. I know that's kind of just like to spring up on you and I'm Literally, it was just about this end this podcast, but I forgot about that. So yeah, I read a poetry book. I laid it all out. It's coming out in the next two weeks. It's about 
me, life, men, love. I wrote it through a breakup. I wrote it through mental health issues. I wrote it for advice and for my pain and for everything inside of me. And it's literally my heart on paper. And I'll do a podcast talking about how I laid it all out and the entire process. But I want it to come out first and I want you guys to see it. And I really hope you can look at it with an open mind and not judge because it was my process out of a very hard time out of a breakup, out of finding myself again, what I'm learning about love and what it really should be now. It's about the mental health issues that I faced. It's about so much and I used it as my outlet and I want you all to see and I want it to be vulnerable and let people know that like that's my purpose. That's how I'm not, that's how I deal with depression is by creating and finding purpose and that was my purpose to help other people that feel the same way and give advice to people who you know, may learn something from what I've taught. So I'm so excited to be vulnerable with you all and I hope you enjoy it. And I wish you all the best. Find something to live for this week and every day because you are here and you're meant to be here and proud of all of us. And anyways, I'll see you guys next week for another amazing topic and stay strong, stay amazing and love yourself this week because you deserve it. All right, have a good one guys and can't wait to see you next time.